Er hönste a hälsi vilden er raktas a kaji eleger, men han hänis a samma vän kille sävinis minna med en gedelsjas. Fåja är er av glirgar orsen uttrånaren och kod specialtisha. Agus minna fåja kärlig är gal när ena ainig fäjtjori gradamans hervis den kärtskatten och gäll halljär. And Tunisday Excellencies, members of the Rochdus Distinguished Friends, members of the Council of State, I'm so pleased to see you all here. And on behalf of Sabina and myself, may I welcome you all here for what is a very special evening at Oris and Rukhtron. Uh, in particular, I want to welcome our guests of honour, the recipients of this year's Presidential Distinguished Service Awards for the Irish Abroad. Many of you and your friends who are with us this evening, I'm very well aware, travel very long distances uh, to join us, Ash, their father, be it from Brazil, Britain, Canada, Spain, the United States, Tanzania, and Honduras to be here today. Uh, those journeys you have made uh, reflect the reach of Irishness, the support for Ireland and the Irish that is held by Ireland's global family, stretching as it does far and wide, encompassing so many, I think, representing, if you like, uh, so many lodgements made in countries across the world. Of course, as migrants in time and space, we Irish, like the majority of the world's people, have always been making journeys, sometimes voluntarily, and in some centuries involuntarily. Migration is central to Irish consciousness, creating both responsibilities and memories. Throughout Ireland's long history, migration has been a recurring theme. Its purpose varied, yes, often in response to poverty and despair, but also to curiosity for career exploitation of military skill or administrative excellence in the service of colonisation, and often, I think, very well the taking of opportunities of a career kind, not available, indeed perhaps forbidden at home. And of course, there has always been even a longer resonance from the spiritual pilgrims and those who, in fact, made the contribution through the monastic tradition. In celebrating migratory achievements, we must never forget those many lives which failed to thrive in foreign soil, where migratory experience was defined by oigness, loneliness and exclusion, and as our song and musical tradition attests, a relentless longing for home. We must not forget ever that those people were and remain part of Ireland's wider family. However, there were also so many for whom a new beginning gave birth to lives which grew and flourished and were shared with others, making a lasting impact on their new communities as they worked, raised and educated their children while remaining loyal to and proud of their rich Irish heritage, To so many of our diaspora, whether first-generation Irish or of Irish descent, then we owe an enormous state of gratitude for their generous connection I think that maintained inter alia a connection with our struggle from freedom from the yoke of imperialism, but also that they worked to preserve with, persevere with us and through the generations into the modern period. Their support and encouragement 
which, as I have said, had been continued in different circumstances, in so offered in so many ways throughout so many changing circumstances for Ireland, has helped to shape and craft the possibilities, the possibilities of the Ireland that we inhabit today. This Presidential Distinguished Service Award ceremony then provides an opportunity to acknowledge such efforts and dedication, that generosity and response that was at the heart of the migratory experience and which is so deeply ingrained into the Irish psyche and which has played such a profound role in defining us as a people and a society. And it, of course, enables us as a nation to recognise those members of our global family who have contributed so significantly to Ireland's reputation on the international stage. We are meeting in 2019 at a time of great challenge and dissension, much lost social cohesion. I refer not only to the turmoil of Brexit, but to the fracturing of economic and social cohesion within Europe and abroad, and to the continuing spread of forms of strident fundamentalisms, distortions of history and invocations of fear that so threaten many fragile and hard-won democracies. And neither can we any longer ignore the significant body of scientific evidence telling us that unless human activity undergoes fundamental change, we are facing consequences that will be catastrophic, impacting on our world in increasingly serious ways that cannot be neglected. The moral question, I say this very conscious that this is today, is International Philosophy Day. I do wish we gave as much stress to International Philosophy Day as to International Science Day, International Business Day, every other day. But insofar as it is International Philosophy Day, the moral question of how we treat the other, the stranger, as a rival on our shores, a minority within our community, must be a central concern for all sections of society. Indeed, as a nation that has seen 10 million Irish women and men and children leave Ireland since the 1700s, we more than most should be deeply aware of our moral obligation to welcome those fleeing poverty, famine, persecution, war, or natural disaster. And as we stand at this highly critical juncture then in world history, today's recognition in this ceremony is one that recognises transformative thinkers emancipatory thinkers in so many ways, whose vision and ethical commitment has contributed so much to Irish communities at home and abroad, and in doing that to our global community. It can be an inspiring reminder to us all that not only as a diasporic people, but as internationalists, global citizens, supporters of peace and multilateralism, of cultures and diversities beyond borders, what we have to offer as we work to meet the challenges of our times. Our award is today exemplifies so many of the qualities necessary if we are to craft and formulate those answers necessary to the shaping of a better future. Science has a pivotal role to play in the great concerns of humanity in our time and has the potential to make the greatest contribution to improving our world if shared universally. We must ask ourselves... Sometimes why there are so few women in science in the top positions when, for example, given when they have been allowed the opportunity and resources, they have made some of the most important discoveries in relation to humanity. 
And why is society in general, all of mankind, being denied the intellectual contribution of so many who could be, but are not represented in the world of science at the top of recognition? We are all women and men, for all of us. All of us lose when women are not accorded equality. And we are fortunate then to have such inspiring role models to honour this evening as world-renowned astrophysicist Professor Jocelyn Bell Barnell, who has opened doors for scientists the world over, displaying extraordinary generosity in helping women, minority and refugee students to advance in the field of physics, that wonderful area of scholarship. For that and for her brilliant work, including her breakthrough discovery of radio pulsars, we are greatly proud to be able to call Professor Bell Burnell, who unfortunately cannot be with us this evening, one of our own. The strength and unanimity that is called forth from our diaspora is never more evident than during times of hardship and tragedy. And for example, in June 2015, our global family stood in solidarity with those who had lost loved ones in the Berkeley tragedy mourning with them the loss of six young lives that had so much potential and possibility. Jackie Donahue, whose daughter Ashley and niece Olivia died on that terrible night, recently said that the best things to hold on to in life are each other. Jackie, despite her personal grief, has worked tirelessly to ensure that such a tragedy would not befall any other family in California. And her impactful and successful lobbying and determined work on behalf of others has led to a significant improvement in the regulations involved in building and reporting on accidents in California. And I have no doubt that Jackie Dunahoo's perseverance and her great personal courage will have saved and will contribute to the saving of many future lives. Another of tonight's recipients whose impact on the lives of others is incalculable is Father Patrick Clark. Father Pat has played a profound role in the long history of Irish missionaries across Brazil, reaching out a hand of friendship and support across 40 years to those most vulnerable and marginalised in his adopted home. By striving to improve to identify the appalling living standards and improve them for the impoverished fellow citizens and often the most marginalised of his fellow citizens, he has campaigned against discrimination, violence and injustice and sharing that most vital and liberating gift of all, education. Father Patlock has given hope to so many rendered powerless and often voiceless. I've had the pleasure on a previous occasion of meeting and speaking with him here in the Oris, and I'm delighted to have this further opportunity to thank him for not only envisioning but working to construct a world that can be shared equally by all citizens. May I also extend my most sincere gratitude to Bernard Lynch for the great sense of shared humanity that has seen him reach out to LGBT people and people with HIV, AIDS and communities across two continents. During the years spent in New York and London, his tireless effort, courage, his challenging of all preconceptions and his unrelenting commitment represents an uplifting example of how empathy harnessed to a real will to effect change can so powerfully transform the landscape for those battling discrimination and oppressive and often ill-informed social attitudes. Bernard's emancipatory and life-enhancing work has helped to change perception of the LGBT community, creating more welcoming, understanding societies for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people. By preserving and showcasing Irish culture and heritage, I think that is another area to which I will return in just a moment. But I'm also pleased to welcome here this evening another great 
medical scientist, Dr. William Howlett, whose life's work has had such an immense impact on the continent of Africa. Prompted by a great humanitarian instinct, Dr. Howlett first travelled to Africa in 1980 in response to the severe famine in Karamocho, Uganda, a place which we share, I visited myself. This instinct later propelled him to spend much time in Tanzania, making important contributions to global health and working tirelessly in the field of neurology in Africa. Dr. Howlett's innate scientific curiosity, combined with enormous wealth of compassion, have already left a profound legacy as his work as a mentor for young local doctors who are seeking to emulate his medical advances in Africa. And of course it is on the continent of Africa that African doctors should be and we must assist them. For generations, millions of Irish people have come to call the United States their home. Across those generations, the depth and richness of Ireland's cultural tradition has been kept alive in the United States by so many of our generous and supportive diaspora. For over three decades, Charlotte Moore and Kieran O'Reilly, founders of the Irish Repertory Theatre in New York, have made a remarkable contribution to the cultural life of that city. From small beginnings, the theatre has grown into an esteemed cultural space, bringing the best of Irish and Irish-American works to approximately 50,000 theatre-goers every year. Sabine and I recently had the pleasure, in September last, of attending their outstanding production of A Dublin Carol by Conor Macpherson, which won much justified critical acclaim. By preserving and showcasing Irish culture and heritage, as I said, and weaving that heritage into the tapestry of modern-day America, Charlotte Moore and Kieran O'Reilly have ensured that the Irish Repertory Theatre is an invaluable artistic asset not only to the city of New York, but also to the country of Kieran's birth and Charlotte's forefathers. Nuestra diaspora nos ha permitido crear lazos positivos con muchos países alrededor del mundo. Ian Gibson, escritor, historiador y académico, se ha convertido en una voz irlandesa alemana conocida y distinguida en España, país en el cual vive desde hace muchos años. Sus obras de destaca sobre personajes icónicos y fundamentales de la cultura española. In particular, Federica García Lorca se han convertido en obras de referencia imprescindibles para académicos en todo el mundo. Además de haber contribuido, contribuido profundamente a la vida académica y cultura española en Gibson, ha permanecido fiel a sus raíces irlandeses y orgulloso de ellas. Le agradezco a ella por todo lo que ha hecho por realizar el prestigio de Irlanda en el mundo. Our Irish diaspora has enabled us to create positive connections with so many countries around the world. Author, historian and scholar Ian Gibson has become a well-known and most distinguished Irish voice in Spain, the country where he has lived for so many years. His distinctive works on iconic and foundational Spanish cultural and liberational figures such as Federico García Lorca have become an essential point of reference for scholars across the world. And yet while contributing profoundly to the cultural and academic life, of Spain. Ian Gibson has remained loyal to and proud of his Irish roots and I do want to thank Ian for all he has done to enhance Ireland's reputation on the international stage. We're also recognising Michael Keneally and Rona Rickman Keneally who have done so much to strengthen, sustain and maintain the important connection between Ireland and Canada through the foundation of the School of Irish Studies in Concordia University in Montreal.
The school has now become a centre of academic excellence that is known throughout the world, and it is inspiring to know that at Concordia University students, they can now gain a deep understanding of Ireland's diverse and rich history and culture, the impact of our diaspora and communities around the world, and the complex journey that has brought us to this contemporary moment. Then too, we can all be inspired by Paul Drexler, a hugely respected and successful member of the Irish business community in Britain, whose generous commitment to Ireland has remained steadfast. His reputation for sharing, his support of Irish business networks and his visionary Teach First model, which offers hope and empowerment to those who are educationally disadvantaged, that is a contribution to citizenship at its really very best. And Paul's great spirit of community his compassion and his drive to help those who are vulnerable or marginalised, his selfless sharing of skills and professionalism in pursuit of a fairer and more equal society have won him widespread respect and admiration, and there can be no doubt that Paul Drexler embodies the qualities that make us so very proud of our diaspora. E ora es difícil me toca decir algunas palabras muy dolorosas, ya que voy a hablar de una querida amiga, Salonil Sánchez, quien tragamente se nos fue este año. A lo largo de sus cuatro décadas con Roque, Sally trabajó incansablemente en contra, de la, en contra de la pobreza, la injusticia y las violaciones de los derechos humanos, empoderando a tantas personas a través de su trabajo humanitario a favor de los más vulnerables. Sin miedo luchó, revengueñando la justicia para los pobres, oprimidos y dos desplazados. Y así encendió la luta de la esperanza en los rincones más oscuros, respondiendo a las crisis humanas con compasión, valor y, muy importante, ayuda concreta. Asesimos trabajo con la renovación inquecrentable para encontrar soluciones sostenibles a las causas profundas de la pobreza, la marginalización, la presión. En años recientes integró el grupo de alto nivel de las condecoraciones presidenciales por distinguido servicio de las elementos en el extranjero. Y es muy apropiado que hoy se añada su nombre a estas personas, personas ilustres con, con decoramos. Haberla conocida a Sally es un privilegio. Todos aquellos que tenían el privilegio de su amistad le extrañan enormemente. Quiero darles la bienvenida caliente a los miembros de, la, de su familia que están aquí esta noche. And now for me, a most difficult set of words to say, as I speak of a dear friend, Sally O'Neill Sanchez, who was taken from us so tragically this year. Throughout her four decades in Trocare, Sally worked tirelessly to combat poverty, injustice and human rights violations, empowering countless people through her humanitarian work on behalf of those most vulnerable. Fearless in her fight, as I know, from accompanying her in so many places, for justice for those who were poor, oppressed or displaced. Shining a light of hope into the darkest of spaces, as she responded to human crises with compassion, courage and, above all else, tangible assistance. She worked with relentless determination to find sustainable solutions to the root causes of poverty, marginalisation and oppression. In recent years, she was a member of the high-level panel for the Presidential Distinguished Service Award for the Irish Abroad. And how appropriate it is, then, that her name is now added to that roll call of remarkable people. To have known Sally was a privilege. 
a privilege I couldn't possibly estimate. And she is so greatly missed by all of us who were privileged to have caught her a friend. And I so welcome her family, I so welcome her family members who have joined us this night. We bienvenida a la casa del presidente. Finally, may I once again take this opportunity to convey my gratitude to the President's members of the high-level panel, who had difficult, the difficult but rewarding task of recommending 12 individuals to receive this award from many worthy and distinguished contenders, Niall Burgess, Martin Fraser, Arthur Leary, Katharina Crowe, Samantha Barry and Kingsley Amos. Lena Gneulacht and Nglufarti at Morkriakas Lena Servish, Er Samna Tirisha, Sawalia Sarlar, Akasarsana quit Wobbler Foot and Dam, Taspanon Shitreha, Eranaka Isfar, In Shainerin, Tomasan, Er Cockratatoli Genevanget, Agastan with fear fruit of La Sanguine and Yenship, Anatir Torkiana here in Erfordnakrinia. Marfakalskin, in conclusion, I thank all of our recipients here this evening, who through their generosity of spirit, their great capacity to stand in solidarity with others at this time, and the service they render to Irish life and to the life of their home communities across the world, which demonstrate really the very best of Irishness. We in Ireland greatly appreciate all you do. We are enormously proud of and grateful for the impressive manner in which you have represented us across the, in the continents across the globe. Gurumila Mahagiv Clare. Muchas gracias, Berbana. Thank you.